Legalized sports gambling presents plenty of opportunity for plenty of people. And one of those people is me, Mark Madden, the super genius. For example, yo, this is Mark Madden. I'm the number one sports guy in town. And if you want to go to the number one sports book in town, head on down to Rivers Casino. Bet $50 or more and get a free appetizer at the Wheelhouse Sports Bar. Or, this is Mark Madden, and if I had a dime for every time I was in a better sports book than the one at the Meadows, I would have zero dimes. Don't forget, Vince Neal and Motley Crew performs in the showroom on Friday, and it's Blue Oyster Cut on Saturday. Live harness racing every night at the Meadows. Mark Madden is money. Mark Madden is endorsement gold. Mark Madden can make your sports book the hottest in Pittsburgh. And if you don't believe that and you don't hire me, then guess what? You just made the list. The list brought to you by Matt Mertz Plumbing. Count on a name you can trust. Call 412-367-0815 for all your plumbing, heating, and air conditioning needs. Uh, This legalized sports gambling is yet another opportunity for me to cash in. I'm going to make it till I die. I am trusted. I am lovable. I am a Pittsburgh icon at the Meadows. I love that Roger Houston voice. Just love it. He's still alive. Roger Houston, you know who we could call to find out? At the Meadows. I think he is. Great guy, great voice. 412-333-9939 is the number to call. Uh, Jim Rutherford uh, with a quote worth discussing a little bit earlier today. The Penguins general manager said that he is not looking to trade Chris Letang, but Letang is not untouchable that he would listen to any offers that came in for Latang, but then he went on to praise Latang and talk about him as a legitimate number one defenseman, yada, yada. You've heard it. I've said it. I agree with all of it. And uh, I, I think it's important when you don't win the Stanley Cup that you listen to any possible way to improve your team. But I can't imagine a trade that sends Chris Latang away from Pittsburgh that would involve improving the team. Uh, We've been talking quite a bit today about the legalization of sports gambling. And uh, there are so many layers. It's incredibly interesting. Mike Florio of ProFootballTalk.com was on NBC Sports this morning, and he pointed out he talked specifically about Pittsburgh and legalized football betting in this city, and Florio pointed out that the legal books in Pittsburgh will have to adjust the line on the Steeler game to get people to bet on the opposition. Because in Pittsburgh, everybody bets on the Steelers, and the line, the point spread, it's designed to balance the books. So let's say the Steelers are favored by 8. The Pittsburgh books might have to make it Steelers by 10 to balance the books to get approximately the same amount of bets on each side. But if the opposition's getting eight points everywhere else and 10 points at Pittsburgh, then 
to bet on the team getting 10, that's a real smart bet. Uh, the illegal books locally have been uh, doing stuff like that for years. It'll be a challenge for the new uh, legit books to get it right. So that's one nuance. Uh, I, I heard a bunch of national shows last night where callers put forth the notion that there could be more fixes. I don't think so because legalized gambling provides a network of whistleblowers. When you have a network of legal sports books nationwide, and it's been this way in Vegas, just in that city for years, the legal books can spot odd betting patterns which might be evidence of a fix. Case in point, remember years back on the pro tennis tour, some of the jabroni matches had a suspicious betting pattern. Like matches between two nobodies were getting tens of thousands of dollars bet. Well, the reason is because one of the nobodies was dumping. But the books saw that and figured it out. If the Gambling's illegal, and the sports books are illegal. You'll never figure that out. There's not that network. I mean, there is, but it's very loose. And how do you know really who's telling the truth? So uh, there again, just so many levels to this legalization of sports gambling that is soon to sweep America. It'll get the crazy conspiracy talk going, but sports will be no more prone to being influenced by gambling than it was before. Like I said, legalized gambling is a setup for a system of whistleblowers. Now, the most laughable thing, and we've talked about this a a little bit, the word is the professional sports leagues are going to want to kick back from the legal books. They're calling it an integrity tax, which is so funny because nothing about football has integrity, for example. But the Vegas books have never paid a so-called integrity tax, so... I doubt anybody will, and certainly nobody should. 412-333-9939. I talked about this earlier. The Steeler rookie defensive backs uh, told the media how much they learned from Tom Bradley at rookie camp. The former Penn State defensive coordinator, most recently the defensive coordinator at UCLA, now coaching the Steelers defensive backs. Well, you know why they learned a lot from from Tom Bradley? Because he's an actual football coach. Joey Porter, he's not a football coach. He's just a player hanging on to get a paycheck, to be a cheerleader, to be a mascot. And the same was true of Carnell Lake, who Bradley replaced, although he wasn't as visible as Joey Porter. You know, Joey being the attention whore that he is. Uh, so Bradley obviously was a good choice to replace Carnell Lake because he's a coach. And somebody should replace Joey Porter because I don't see Bud Dupree getting a lot better under Joey Porter's tutelage. One would think that would be evidence enough to make a coaching switch, but uh, we all know how close the head coach and Joey are, Tomlin and Peasy. You watch, they'll bring Harrison back as an assistant next. Let's go to Dave and Mars. Dave, you're on with the super genius. Hey, Mark. 
Yeah, I think it's, I mean, it's okay if the Pirate fans just want to say, like, oh, let's enjoy the ride and blah, blah, blah. But, I mean, you're right. There are people that are just so, like, steadfast, like, oh, we're a better team without Garrett Cole. Like, the way Garrett Cole... Well, you've got a lot of people, forgive my interruption. You know, clearly the team was disassembled after 2015. It took them till the All-Star break, but they lost seven key players. And you know how that argument's been blown apart on Twitter? I didn't name the seven key players on Twitter, so people are assuming I'm talking about Blanton and uh, and Jeff Locke, for example. And uh, I'm not. Uh, the seven key players, for the record, are uh, Burnett, Ramirez, Liriano, Melanson, Walker, Happ, and Alvarez. And a couple of them retired, but you're allowed to replace retired players with guys who are just as good. And the Pirates did not. Go ahead. Right, and replace that salary that the guy retired with, you know, salary for somebody else, but they don't do that. But, uh, yeah, like people that are saying, I know you're not a big Garrett Cole guy, but if if, the, if Garrett Cole pitched the way he's pitching this year for the Pirates... Well, you know why he's pitching better for the Astros? Because he sees a reason to. And don't get me wrong, that doesn't excuse Garrett Cole for what I thought was a crap attitude... During the latter days of his time here in Pittsburgh, he was making a lot of money. You should always operate as a professional. But but what was the point of pitching good in Pittsburgh? They weren't going to get you help. It was never going to be good enough. And, and that's why the word spread that Kutch and Cole were negatives in the clubhouse last year. Because they had just had enough. They knew it wasn't going to get any better. At long last, they finally understood the premise upon which the team was and still is operated. And uh, it took them a long time to figure it out, but they did. And it's taken a lot of people out there a long time to figure it out. But you know how many have? About 15K per game. Let's go to Matt in Uniontown. Matt, you're on the Mark Madden Show. Hey, Mr. Mark. How are you? Great. Good. Hey, here's how I think you can make money off this. Why don't you set oh, up? Okay, let me, let me just say something. You're going to try to be funny and fail miserably. Go ahead. No, no, I'm not. I'm, I'm being dead serious. Why don't you set up a website and sell your picks? Because the track record for my picks on this show are horse manure. It doesn't matter. Gamblers are gamblers, and if they like you, they're going to pay the money. Yeah, I have enough money, and my reputation's already tattered enough. Should do be shattered, shattered. Although now, I'm sure Mr. Friday Afternoon is going to, be expect to, going to expect to be brought back, but we can get a real football expert now that there's money to be made from this legalized legalized sports gambling. 412-333-WXDX. This is the Mark Madden Show. You're listening to 105.9. And now, the super genius, Mark Madden. Ah, super genius. What were you afraid more of, Satan or teabagging? Sorry, teabagging. Great story. Compelling and rich. DX at 105.9. Double M on the X. I should start my own. Well, I wonder if that, boy, the license for a legal sports book is going to be through the roof, right? I'm going to start my own sports book illegally and see if they'll have the guts to arrest me. Mark Madden Sportsbook. I can take books right here, bets right here on the air during the show. I wonder if you'll have prop bets because that would be where people would forever be suspicious.
Like, you know, first basket in a hoop game, first touchdown in a football game. Those things could be easily manipulated without directly affecting the outcome, the winning and losing of the game. For example, we could bet on when Le'Veon Bell is going to show up for the Steelers season. Uh, Le'Veon Bell tweeted, uh, I believe it was earlier today, he tweeted, 9918, I can't wait, hashtag just be patient. Uh, September 9th, 2018 is the date of the Steeler opener. I guess Bell's telling us he'll be there for that game, but to be patient until then. Or maybe he just wants attention. I think the Steelers made several minor mistakes in their draft. Minor. Uh, I liked the draft, except I didn't understand the first pick. Just all the reading I do, the scouting reports online, it seems like this Edmonds kid, the first-round pick, it seems like he's a good player, but uh, he's a safety. And all this talk about using safeties instead of linebackers and adjusting the packages and yada, yada. It just makes my head hurt because that seems like a cop-out as opposed to an actual legitimate design that has a chance of succeeding. But uh, I think they should have taken a running back. Like, instead of that offensive tackle they took with their second, third-round pick, I think they should have taken a running back because... Right now, Bell still has them held totally hostage. They have no leverage, not even moving forward past this year, although I think it's a fait accompli that Bell won't be a Steeler in 2019. But just drafting that running back to kind of pave the way for the future, I would have been more worried about life at running back after Bell than they apparently were about life at quarterback after Ben, unless they really, 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 really like Mason Rudolph. But uh, I'm just tired of Bell. I mean, if he didn't play this year and they didn't do well because of it, I could live with that because I'm just tired of Le'Veon Bell. I think, I mean, how could anyone out there not be tired of him? And, And I'll tell you, case in point, guess what's already started in Nashville? The rumors that they're going to trade P.K. Subban. Because, and I'm taking this from the hockey website I ran it on, His act just doesn't play well in the locker room. Never mind the fans. I can't believe a lot of the Steelers aren't sick of Le'Veon Bell. If you're Ben Roethlisberger, you'd be sick to death of Le'Veon Bell. If you're one of the offensive linemen who, you know, make your living predicated to some degree on how the guy behind you does running the ball when you block, wouldn't you be sick to death of Le'Veon Bell? I just had enough of the guy. To be honest, I've had just about enough of the Steelers. And I've said this before, but just it comes to mind again now. When Ben retires, my emotional attachment to them will be dead and buried. And I care very little now. I won't care at all then. Doesn't mean I won't watch it. Doesn't mean I won't talk about it. Doesn't mean I won't be entertaining when I discuss it. But I won't care if they win or lose, live or die. Just won't at all. Ever again, probably. Like I keep quoting Colin Coward, pruning the interest tree. Uh, by the way, this Tepper guy that's by the Carolina Panthers, as uh, as we know, he's a 5% minority owner of the Steelers. So we have to sell that. 
It's worth $122.5 million. Now, quick question. What if nobody wants to pay that? Because he has to sell it to buy Carolina. What if nobody will pay that? I mean, does he have to settle for whatever? It's cost them $2.2 billion to buy Carolina, although he is worth like 11 bill, something like that. But I think Mr. Tepper would be a fine investor and partner in this show. I really do. I could make the Carolina Panthers Pittsburgh's team, or at least this show's team. Mr. Tepper, it's up to you, sir. Pick up the phone and make the call. We can make beautiful music together. Tepper donated like six figures last year to Pitt's athletic department, so he doesn't mind wasting money. Let's go to Chris in the car. Chris, you're on with Double M. Hey, Mark. Thank you for taking the call. You started to go into what I was actually calling about, the implications of Tepper possibly buying the Panthers and then having to sell out of the Steelers. What, uh, what is the possibility there of you know implications for the Steelers? I don't know. How could it negatively affect the Steelers at all? He's a 5% shareholder. That's it. I was wondering like, if it would be the Roonies maybe buying that or if that block would be up for sale. I would the suspect market. the Roonies would control where it goes. Whether or yeah. not they buy it, I don't know. I, I don't know. I mean, uh, that's actually a good question, but I don't think anything will happen regarding the sale that affects the franchise at all. Okay. Good to know. I was just wondering, wondering your opinion. He's also he's from Pittsburgh. A lot of people don't know that. Oh, uh, Tepper? I knew that. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. A lot of people I talk to don't even realize he owns that little chunk of the Steelers, but it's a little factoid, I think. And Maybe Thomas Tull will buy a bigger share in the Steelers. Maybe he'll take Tepper's share. Yeah, possibly. You know what's weird? Let me ask you this. Would you want to own part of a team but have no say in how it's run? That, that's the hard thing. I, I think he only got in as an investor, and possibly, you, you see, going to the Panthers, he wants to be a full owner. Well, if I I don't blame him. If I had 122.5 mil invested in the Steelers, I'd want some say. But but then again, 122.5 mil when you look at the total worth of the Steelers, well, like I said, five percent. It's it's yeah. not it's not bupkis. Okay, I'm going to issue the challenge again because all you pirate fanboy stewed scumbags know I'm right. You know you're nothing. Tell me how the Pirates have handled it right since 2015. Tearing apart a 98-win team, even as they profited, profited, clear profit, $86 million over the last two years. You're real knowledgeable on Twitter. You're real knowledgeable with your little fanboy blogs. But when you come up against the super genius in the unrelenting light of Sports Talk Radio, you ain't got nothing for the big fat guy, do you? You ain't got nothing at all. 412-333-WXDX. And now the super genius, Mark Madden. Double M, big fan. Mark, good afternoon. Y'all want to talk to Mark Madden? What do you want? What do you want? Damn it! The X at 105.9. What a delightful day it's been here on the Mark Madden Show. Uh, I've still got no legitimate feedback from the Pirate fans, the Stooges, the bloggers, regarding the disassembly of the 2015 team. Uh, Just to be clear, here's the seven players that got ditched 
between the end of the 2015 season and the trade deadline in 2015. A.J. Burnett and Aramis Ramirez retired. Liriano, Melanson, and Walker got traded. Happ and Alvarez left via free agency. That's blowing up a team. No matter what you want to tell me, and you can nitpick how each guy did the next season, or seasons, because some did good, some did bad, but that's blowing up a very successful team. The Pirates made 86 mil over the past two seasons. The team still ranks 27th among MLB teams in payroll. After the 2015 season, that was the time to spend logically and reasonably. And the Pirates didn't. And all I'm getting on Twitter, because you're all brave on Twitter, I would shove it up your backside on the show over the phone. And if you pulled crap with me in person, I'd slap you so hard that five bloggers would fall down. But everybody is saying the Pirates do the right thing. And here's one I hear all the time. You can't give a 30-year-old all that money. Winning teams do it all the time. They do it all the time. And they do it knowing that at the end of the contract you give the 30-year-old, you might be paying over the performance. But you want to win at the front end of that contract. You don't do it willy-nilly. You do it in educated fashion. To win, you got to gamble. The Pirates never gamble. They go in the opposite direction. And... I understand if you want to be a dope and a not discerning consumer and display blind loyalty. But you're never going to see him win. That's the truth. You're never going to see him win. And if you're good with that, believe me, I'm good with that. I'm about due for a visit to the Cambria Club, soaking up the hooch and gourmet food. It's fine by me. But I just don't like that you act like they're spending the right way and doing the right thing and that they have a plan that goes beyond robbing this city blind. Because that's what they're doing. They're robbing this city blind. And if it sounds like I'm saying the same thing over and over again for years, because I have to, because almost nobody else will. I hate the people who act like the pirates are still important. I hate that people act like baseball in this town is still important. Must not be too important if attendance per game has been cut in half in just two plus years. Blah, 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 blah. It all pales next to the truth. And it's weird when only one guy says the truth, but I'm the only guy who does. I'm the only guy on sports radio, certainly, who does. Stand to, but... 970, that signal, come on, who hears it? Love Stan, but he should go out on the sidewalk with a bullhorn. More people might hear it. In fact, Stan should do that, like like simulcast, once a week. He should like hook up a mic to the bullhorn, but go out on the sidewalk here in Green Tree with a bullhorn and do his show. I'd like to see that. I think most people would like to see that. 412-333-9939. Uh, the big news in MLB today is Robinson Cano from Seattle got suspended 80 games for using PEDs. Another Dominican. 
I'm beginning to see a trend. I, I got some heat on Twitter because every time Francisco Cervelli has a power burst, I congratulate his pharmacist. Hey, I've got every right to do that. He's been suspended once for PEDs, correct? Why wouldn't I think that, hey, maybe, I mean, what do he have, five home runs last year? He already has six this year? He worked out really hard. That's the story. Maybe he did work out really hard. But, you know, once you're convicted, convicted, not accused, but convicted, no Duke lacrosse here, convicted, then people are going to talk about him, especially me. Let's go to Steve. Steve, you're on the Mark Madden Show. Hey, Mark. Uh, it's been a long time since I called in, but uh, one of the last times I called in, I was defending the Pirates and the, and the way in which they were uh, building the organization. And uh, I see the truth. I see the light. I, I no longer Hallelujah. have interest. Yeah. It, it's a shame because they were, they were close and they got all of our hopes up, and it was so much fun to watch them in the playoffs. And here we are again, and it's about the buck and not the Buccos. So uh, I'm looking forward to catching maybe some Cleveland games this year. Well, no, I mean, if you want to go to PNC, see, here would be my advice to most Pirate fans. Go to games, go less. You can still have fun once in a while and not feel like a dope for supporting a team designed to steal your money. I mean, Cleveland, I mean, who'd they ever beat? I always love when people say, well, and you hear this a lot, I'm a Pittsburgher. I go to the games. Oh, really? Let's check out the taxes we pay, and I guarantee it turns out I'm more of a Pittsburgher than you are. I support the Pirates. I'm a Pittsburgher. No, you're, you're, you're a dope. You want to support Pittsburgh? Go help the road crews fill potholes on my street. Actually, there are none on my street where I live very well-kempt in that regard. But my community fee is outrageous. You know, I would like to live in a gated community. You know what I'm thinking of doing, by the way? I, I do have so much money. I do. If that makes you jealous, good. And I don't really know how I could spend it all, because, like, I'm not going to go to Vegas and stay in the Nero suite or whatever the frig. I'm happy, like, you know, traveling where I travel, doing what I do, spending what I spend. But I might, you know, I still own my mother's house. I might take 100K and have it, like, made to look like it was. Seriously. Made to look like it was, except I would make the downstairs. Right now, the downstairs is a kitchen, a dining room, and a living room. It's a big house with a huge front porch. I would have the front porch enclosed. I would make the kitchen into a kitchen slash dining area, which would be small, but I'm one person. I would make the dining room into a bedroom. And I would make the living room into like a really nice living room and just, you know, live in my mother's house till I'm dead, single floor living, which I could probably pull off. That'd be great, right? Full circle. The only thing I'd have to do is I'd have to get a shower and a bathroom on the first floor because like, Back in the old days, people like to pretend they didn't defecate. So, like, at my mom's house, there's one bathroom upstairs and one, like, down in the cellar way in the back. Like, you have to it's, – it's like, it's like going through the Arden Forest under fire 
to get to that bathroom. And I need, I need air conditioning too, but I mean, like a hundred, a hundred grand could, could probably get all this done. Could it? I mean, you know, I'd still have a ton of money. Ha! How do you like that? I'd still have a ton of money. Let's go to uh, Rico on the South side. Rico. You're on with double M. Super genius. I was wondering if whenever you go to the uh, Pirates games and sit in the Cambria Club, if anybody in the Pirates organization gives you any dirty looks. Oh, no, no. Uh, my buddy Jordan Wadsworth, my ticket guy, he's always very helpful to me. Uh, Joe DiNardo's grandson, I don't know if he still works there, but he drops by. I, I love Mr. DiNardo, the the, uh, the iconic weatherman at Channel 4 for many years. No, everybody's down there is very nice to me. The bartenders, the, the, the attendants, they're great. And I'm great to them. I'm a big tipper, bro. Let, let me tell you something. Those Cambridge Club tickets are pretty expensive. What is the Pirates' main goal? Money. What does the super genius give them? Money. They love me. Let's go to Bob and Baldwin. Bob, you're on with Double M. Hey, Double M, big fan. What up? Uh, do you remember, it was either Nutty, or excuse me, it was either Coonley or Huntington, I want to say it was Coonley, who actually said in the interview, perhaps he just slipped, and said that, you know, attendance, if it goes up, then payroll will go up. Oh, they've, said, the they've often said that. Well, the Pirates set a record in 2015 for attendance, and it went down. Well, there's a reason for that. They were lying. Right. You, you know what's tough? That idea I have for my mother's house, you know what's tough about that? Honestly, and if you're a contractor, don't be offended, finding a contractor you can trust. What I'm probably going to do is call my friends at Matt Mertz Plumbing, have them come in and look at the bathroom and shower situation, and then see if they can recommend a contractor. That seems to be the smart way to approach it, right? I'd like to get moving on that this summer, too. And I probably won't. I'll probably just let it, you know, like every other idea I have. I'll say, you know what? I'm probably going to go see Deep Purple in Cleveland instead that day. But that would be a nice thing to do, I think. I'd, I'd feel good about that. I would. And the neighborhood my mother's house is in, Reserve Township, is still a very, very nice neighborhood with a lot of nice people living there. So, thinking about that. Tell you what, I'm, I'm closer to single four living than I'd like to admit. My 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 walk up three flights of steps to bed at night. If I go from working out right to bed, it's three flights. Oh, what a hated agony that is. Okay, now it's time to ask Mark anything, which is a very exciting part of the show. As far as you know, dial four one two three 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 WXDX and ask Mark anything four one two three 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 WXDX. And now the super genius, Mark Madden. Double M, big fan, big fan. Hey, yo. Well, I'm not sure. It's just big and it's soft and I use a bunch of pillows and I snore. The X at 105.9. Double M on the X. It's time to ask Mark anything. Just dial 412333WXDX. AMA brought to you by Chapino Restaurant Cigar Bar. It's the city's best seafood and shop house. So be sure to check out Chapino located in Pittsburgh Strip District. And be sure to try the Super Genius Burger. Let's go to Georgette in Penn Township. Georgette, you're on the Mark Madden Show. Ask Mark anything. Hello, Mark. How are you today? Great. Hey, I, I was very excited. Um, they recently opened a Big Shot Bob's in my town near me. And I'll tell you, I tried it. The sauce was delicious. But I was a little disappointed 
that it wasn't a real big wing. It was one of those little wingy dingies. Oh, what do you want? The whole wing you have to split apart? Yes. Oh, no, no, those. please, dear. You, you, I got to hang up on you. You've lost your mind. Those, those whole wings you got to split. You end up wearing all the wing sauce all over you. They're doing the work for you. What? You can't figure out that the drummy and the flapper once composed the whole wing? Come on. Be better than that. And don't forget, try that big sexy flavor and save us 166. Let's go to Justin at home. Justin, ask Mark anything. Hey, Mark. Uh, how's it going? Great. Hey, uh, good. we had a great, uh, great uh, weekend of Tiger Woods there at Sawgrass. And, uh, no, you had a few great holes of Tiger Woods. No, he, he, his uh, Saturday round was spectacular. Yep, a few holes. Great. So what? Well, do, let's just say, do you think that he uh, he's going to pull out a win maybe this year or the year following? No. Nothing. I don't think he'll ever win again. And part of it's because people like you who wet your pants with glee when he finishes, what, 11th? Who cares about 11th? Yeah, but Mark, he was up there. He was tied for third at one point. Wow. He was tied for third at one point. Roll over Jack Nicklaus and tell Sam Sneed the news. 42-year-olds play a good hole here, a good hole there, and then they hit the ball in the water. We done? I just thought it was, no, I, you know what? I just it was it was great to, to get. The oh, it was up. so great! I, I I like I don't want to say what I did, but well, you know what I did. Thanks for the call. Let's go to a Beach in Imperial Beach. Ask Mark anything. Hi, Double M. How you doing today? Great, great. Hopefully, I can top those two talk, uh, callers, but I don't know. We'll see. Uh, do you like artwork, hand drawn art, painting, anything like that? No. I mean, no. I don't hate it. I, I should be more cultured, but I'm not. Oh, uh, okay. Well, I was going to see if I, how I could see you know, you my work and see if you could speak it a little bit and, you know, give me feedback. What, your work? Yeah. What, you've done, I mean, like, sports art work? Yes. yes. And you think I, I might think be interested in that? What that? You think I might be interested in that? Maybe, yeah. Uh, no! <laughs> Let's go to Ben. On Route 79, Ben, ask Mark anything. Big Sexy, what up, man? What up? Hey, uh, just from an outside perspective, don't really pay attention to the Pirates, but I know it becomes quite a hot topic on your show uh, after Penguin season. Um, at what point will management do anything, um, assuming attendance gets... What, what do you mean do anything? Pass? What do you expect them to do? Uh, I mean, try to win. No, that uh, won't happen. Thanks for the call. You're right, all of a sudden they'll feel guilty. After all these years of stealing, they'll feel guilty. Oh my God, we better spend money. What movie is this from? Oh, from, uh, ironically, the Black Sox movie, the, the Eight Men Out. You know what you give a horse in the morning to get a full day's work out of him? Just enough so he knows he's hungry. That's what they do, they, and do do every once in a while. Every once in a while, they trade for somebody or sign somebody to a contract just to play the PR game. But that's it. Like I said, they made $86 million over the past two years, and their payroll still ranks 27th in MLB. What is wrong with that picture? You tell me, but you won't. Let's go to Zach in the car. Zach, ask Mark anything. Good day, sir. Right. 
so this kind of flirts a line a little bit, and I don't know how you can regulate it. If a team is in a publicly funded stadium, such as the Pirates, the Steelers, the Dallas Cowboys, should that The Dallas Cowboys stadium isn't publicly funded. Jerry Jones paid for that. Okay, I thought they voted for it. I wasn't sure. Um, but if you're in a publicly funded stadium, should that team be forced to release their earning reports? Uh, at any rate, the Pirates and Steelers aren't required to by the agreement they have with the city. So uh, should they have to? Probably, but they don't have to. And it's in writing, so they don't have to. Do you think a vote could change that? Well, you can't vote to negate a contract. A deal's okay. a deal. Okay. Thanks the call. That's always like, let's vote on it. Well, I mean, you can vote, but it won't matter because a deal is a deal. Let's go to Rick and Carnegie. Rick, ask Mark anything. Hey, Mark. How you doing today, buddy? Terrific. Hey, I, got, I just want to know if you want to hear a quote uh, regarding Tiger Woods from the great Ricky Bobby. No, I do not. Let's go to Joe in the car. Joe, ask Mark anything. Mark, what up, man? Go. Uh, I was just wondering what your thoughts are on the, you know the current uh, the current programming that's on HBO on Sunday nights compared to the past. You know, such as Sopranos and I, I don't watch it now Wire. on Sunday nights, I, bro. My TV limited again, coming under the heading of pruning the industry. I watch. I said interest tree, not industry. Uh, I watch uh, Better Call Saul, which isn't currently on. I watch uh, Ray Donovan, which isn't currently on. I watch Brockmire, which is brilliant and is currently on. And I watch uh, The Deuce on HBO, which is usually on Sunday nights, but it's not currently on, which is which is one of their better series ever. But they've had a bunch of ones that crapped out. Now, I liked Vinyl, but nobody I else did, vinyl. so they canceled that. But uh, but you know I I don't I don't feel like I have to watch all their series because they're their series. Okay, thank you. Let's go to Chris in the car. Chris, ask Mark anything. What's going on, Super Genius? Hi, Chris. Hey, man, I'm curious. I'm, I'm a huge wrestling fan. With the current roster in WWE being as strong as it is, in your opinion, male it's not, and female, it's not that best, strong. But go ahead. Best, <laughs> best character. Why are you laughing? Best promos. Okay, uh, we're out of time. I don't care about wrestling. I, I watch Charlotte Flair. She's the best. What? Okay, everything you said, she's the best at everything. There you go. 105.90X.